So you're saying to yourself, yo, sir, dude, I wanted to see Kevin Smith in Halifax, Nova Scotia, but the motherfucker sold out. Well, after I shed a tear for you, I highly recommend bookmarking csmod.com. That's the place on the worldwide interwebs to see all upcoming Smodco shows, updated with linky links to Tiki Tickets. Say it with me, baby. csmod.com. Nice. Ooh, I just got a little hard there. So, you're saying, yo, sir, dude, I love sir, and I want to show the world. Wear your sir love with our official t-shirts, biatch. Fishies have no eyes. Let us fuck. Jay and Silent Bob get old. The Garmy. There's also posters, action figures. There's so many to choose from. Grab your smirch at smodcast.com. Scroll down and click on Smerchandise. With clever meme, with funny tweet, I'll never leave my office seat. Those who think they know what's right... Listen on Sundays to NetHeads, all right? You've got to throw some cold water on the situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now, so when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. This is NetHeads. With Will Wilkins. Well, hello again. To all of you wonderful listeners of NetHeads, my name is Will. And my name is Trent. And we are here once again, coming to you live, or coming to you as a podcast, thanks to the fine folks at Smodcast Internet Radio. Yeah, you can find them at Smodcast.com. Well played. If you want to take part in the program, you can do it one of two ways. Even if you're listening live or, or after the fact, doesn't matter. You can throw a hashtag on Twitter in your uh, tweet. Hashtag NetHeads. That's that number symbol in NetHeads. Also, you can give us a phone call, which, uh, you know, if you can't, if you're not within the continental U.S., you can call 925-238-9020, or you can actually call 866-610-9455. That actually works again. <laughs> it's, it's up and running. Go figure. Uh, and also, by the way, this is the special Big Game Edition. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, so it's 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 game day, which is why I don't expect anyone actually to be listening right now. You know what I mean? Trent, Trent, are you there? Uh oh, did we lose Trent? Wow, that was like the fastest I've ever lost him. Well, okay. Hi, everybody. My name's Will. I'll just be relaxing here. During yet another smeltdown. It's like I've got a corner on the market on that one. Trent, are you there? Oh, well. I guess the old... Oh, maybe Skype froze. Maybe that's what happened. Anyway, so it's a big game day. I don't expect a lot of people to be listening, uh, but I am here. I personally um, have no interest in the game, the big game. Uh, but I am glad to see that the Giants came out strong. I hope that they could, uh, turn it around in the second half. I noticed it was getting a little ugly near the, uh, time when I came upstairs, as I, I like to call it. That's what we call getting here in the studio, is, uh, going upstairs. That's what I do. Uh, Trent, oh. are you there? 
Nope. Hey, look at that. Skype has stopped working. Very nice. I'd like to thank my computer for automatically updating to Windows 7 Service Pack 1, because obviously that's working out really great for me right now. Uh, <laughs> we had Trent for a half second. They're going, halt, and then nothing. Not a darn thing. Oh, lovely. Let's try it one more time for the kids in the back. Maybe this time it'll work. No, I guess we're going to have to reboot that machine. No big deal. No big problem. Amy Rothenberger, you're live with Will. How are you doing? I'm wonderful, Will. I just felt bad for you being all by yourself, so I figured I would call in so that you could have somebody to converse with. I appreciate that uh, greatly. I, I uh, Now, uh, I, uh, sorry, I, I've, I've, I've spoken of my discontent with Microsoft in the past, but now I'm really... I'm really freaking pissed. So the Skype stopped working. I figured best thing to do, restart the machine. But wouldn't you know it, there's more updates waiting to be installed. Oh, why? Yeah. That's why I own Apple products. I, You know, it's funny. I just got outbid on an old uh, MacBook Air. Uh, for some reason, I'm obsessed with getting a MacBook Air now. I really want one of them bad boys. But I'm not willing wow. to pay, I'm not willing to pay top dollar for one. I'm willing. To, I'm willing to go with slightly older technology. So yeah, I, but that's all right. Yeah, it, it is. When you go Apple, it's no big deal. So so exactly, it'll last you a lot longer than than even even secondhand, and even you know slightly older, it will last you a lot longer than paying top dollar for new. I always have at least one. I'm always when it comes to Apple products, I'm mostly always one generation behind. The only exception I made to that rule is when I bought a laptop for my wife. Because I wasn't going to well, make... Right. I was, I wasn't, you got her a new fancy-smancy one, didn't you? Yeah, I wasn't going to make her think I was skimping on her. Because she's my one good true call. love. you got to give her a good good laptop. It's just what you got to right. do. So anyway, uh, what are you yeah, doing I'm on actually this? Two, I'm actually two generations behind on my, on my iPhone. I still have a 3GS. Oh, well, you know, the good news is when you do finally upgrade, it's going to be like an entirely new world for you. Because I, yeah, I, think... I, I went from a 3G to a, an iPhone 4, and uh, wow. Yeah? Oh, my goodness. It was like night and day, literally. Yeah, I think Uncle Sam, once I get my tax return, will probably upgrade my iPhone for me. Yeah. That's what I tend to do every year is once, once Uncle Sam gives me my money back, I, um, I get a new iPhone. Well, Router Ninja's trying to tell me I should get a 13 inch MacBook Pro. But, Ooh, I, but I want well, the, I want the compatibility. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, I, I want the air because I want the compactness. You know, I've already, it's, it's already, a uh, an unnecessary purchase in some realms because I have a uh, I have a perfectly good functioning PC that's not even a, maybe a year old maybe a little more but you know it's still it really gets the job done if you follow me but yeah but so so having them not busy giving you updates yeah so no that's actually that's an older machine that was my wife's uh, old laptop that I then wiped and repurposed for the show. Uh, after oh. I gave her the MacBook Pro. So oh, I, go. yeah, so I, I'm really, uh, I don't really need one, but I'll tell you when it comes to, uh, 
I don't know. When it comes to what I really need a laptop for, uh, as long as there's a good, solid audio editing option on the MacBook, even on the Air, as long as it can handle what I need it to do, uh, I'll be happy with it. I really will. Yeah, and then it'll be worth your money. Yeah, and then I'll go ahead and just uh, relegate you know, my current laptop as another piece of equipment for the studio. Oh, look, complying 400 million, uh, uh, 1,064 updates occurring right now on that machine. Holy crap. You know, I knew I should have just stayed downstairs and watched football. I knew it. Well, I, I, I was going to ask, had you, had you watched any of the big games? I've been watching or, the commercials. More importantly, any of the commercials. <laughs> yes, I've been watching the commercials. That's it. Cause you know, there's always the obligatory, oh, what stupid tease is GoDaddy.com gonna do? In this oh, case, yeah. it was GoDaddy.co, and it was just, I, you know, I, their commercials. I, I don't think they've ever been good, but they, no, but they I don't always think pay. They have either, and I thought, and I thought maybe that was just because I was of the female persuasion. But I'm glad to hear you say the same thing. <laughs> no, they've always sucked. They always have. Um, I don't know though. Like of the commercials so far, which ones do you think are the winners? Um. I like, well, they finally showed the Ferris one, which I think most people had seen online prior to. That one was vile. Uh, I, let me tell you something. I I watched that because, you know, it came out uh, several days ago on the Internet. They released it early. Right. It was like everything. Everyone was talking about it on Monday because the teaser had come out the Friday or no. Well, yeah, they were all talking about it on Monday because they had released the full version of it on Friday of last week. And, right, and then everybody started talking sequel, and I don't know why anybody would assume that. Oh, but it would have been so nice. Instead, I felt pandered to, and oh. I and I feel like they killed a small part of my childhood. Well, yeah, I I, I started to say I like it because you know it it's Ferris, but at the same time, it makes me realize my age, and and it kind of yeah, there's there's a, there's a bit of sadness to it for somebody who who grew up with Ferris. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, come on, what, what is this all about? Seriously? Especially, it felt, it felt, I don't know, I'm, I'm just wondering if Matthew Broderick feels dirty after that commercial. That's a good question, and, and obviously one, you know, that we'll probably never know the answer to, but, I mean, <clears throat> I think, you know, some parts of it were clever, some parts of it were not. Yeah, exactly. I would have rather, I would have rather seen, I, from a nostalgia perspective, I almost would have rather seen like a shot for shot mm-hmm. of some of them rather than like the parade being different or the, or maybe some other characters from the movie in it. Like, here's what was missing Cameron was missing. Yeah, definitely. I would have loved to see Cameron in it somewhere. Yeah, but um, but the guy that played Cameron, uh, let's just say that age hasn't treated him as well as Matthew Broderick. Well, that's true, but you know it's or you know throw Jennifer Grey in there. Well, she doesn't even look like Jennifer Grey anymore, though. I mean, if you if you want to well, compare the movie Ferris Bueller's Day true. Off, it's just she ain't the same, man. No, she's not. You're right. She barely looks like her anymore, and I don't know if I don't know if the actors who played his parents are still around. 
Yeah, there are so many unanswered questions here that we just don't know. This is true. The other one that made me chuckle was the M&M one. Oh, with the naked where, M&M? Yes. Um, I think I'd have to agree with you yeah. on that one, where she's like, I'm not nude, it's just I'm brown. And then the other m M&M, But the funny part is that the song that the uh, red M&M that starts playing when he rips off mm-hmm. his shell has been plaguing my wife. She, it, it just, it's everywhere she goes. She's sick of it. And, uh, and so she wasn't happy when that came on again. Yeah. I, you know, I don't listen to a lot of radio or, you know, in, in a lot of places where I am likely to hear anything that is in the popular vernacular. But that song, I'm, it's becoming more and more like recognizable to me, which means folks who, you know, listen to more radio than I do, I can see are probably sick of it. Um, there was another one that I liked. The Seinfeld Leno one was okay. I think that one played while I was upstairs or I missed it. I'm not sure. Uh, but, the, but I think a lot of people like the Clint Eastwood one. The Clint Eastwood one just played like a political ad to me. Yes, it did. It was, uh, it, to me, it felt almost like Mystic River. It felt like he had directed it. It was something that Eastwood had directed himself. I wonder if he did. I wouldn't doubt it. Even though I'm like, who, who's that voice talking? And it took me a while to realize it was Clint Eastwood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same for me, too. It was like, what? That's Is that really? Did he, did he, did, did he have like that? tracheotomy thing what happened <laughs> but then again i don't I, know I, I mean twitter lit up with all right let's buy everyone go out and buy clint eastwood a lozenge yeah there you go somebody get him some tea with some honey <laughs> somebody do that oh god there's a I've, I've got the game on with the sound turned down mm-hmm. but there's some sort of strange kia commercial that involves motley crew and a racetrack and a stand full of women in bikinis and a very old looking Tommy Lee. There's nothing more depressing. And, and you see, that falls right into the same realm of the Ferris Bueller or the Matthew Broderick commercial. See, it would have been, and that's the other thing I think I would have, I would have preferred. Okay. And that's the reason why I felt like the Matthew Broderick commercial was pandering because he was being Matthew Broderick. If they had gone the full tilt and he had, you know, and I'm sure there's intellectual property rights here, but right. still. If he had been the grown-up version of Ferris Bueller, it would have been that much better. Because who gives a crap about fancy schmancy Mr. Matthew Broderick with his Broadway and movie money taking a day off from the set? Who gives two shits? And to think that he's really going to be driving a a Honda CRV? Come on. Folks, I drive a Honda CRV. Well, he's going to be driving, (laughs) period. Yeah, I I drive a Honda CRV. Okay, he, Matthew Broderick, does not drive a CRV. Can you imagine him just, you know, pulling up and oh yeah, you know, throwing it to the to the valet. That's mine. You know, here's here's an extra twenty to take care of it. Yeah, see if Matthew Broderick pulls up in a CRV, the first thing I do is the valet go, Shit, life's been bad for Ferris. <laughs> yeah. See, whereas Ferris well, Bueller, I mean, you might I mean, buy him driving the fact a CRV. That he's on the commercial is, is kind of making people do the same thing, going, Okay, how much money does he actually need at this point? Yeah. Um, so well, the way his wife but, throws down those mimosas, you would think quite a bit. 
No, no, that's Carrie Bradshaw character, sir. <laughs> oh, my bad. You watch too much Sex in the City, my friend. <laughs> hey, um, now, wait a minute. There was one thing. I was busy making guacamole at the time because, you know, uh, we have a Super Bowl tradition here at the house, which is to not invite anyone over, but to still, you know, have our own little Super Bowl party. Um, I, think, I like that tradition. I think we actually broke it last year, but we brought it back this year. So I was making salsa, fresh salsa, uh, even though mine is more of what you might call a uh, pico de gallo. And uh, then I made the guacamole, mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. which, you know, I have to make the salsa in order to make the guacamole because the salsa, sure. some of the salsa goes into the – it's a long thing. Anyway, so I was making that, and, and I missed the Volkswagen commercial in its entirety. They had – it was like something oh. about a dog, right? Uh-huh. Yes. There was a the, the oh, new the, beetle. The, okay, that's what it was. It was a dog. It was a dog. The dog was, couldn't make it out the dog door. Yeah, the dog the was dog trying to get fit enough to chase itself. the car, right? I'm sorry. Uh, the the dog was uh, trying to um, get fit enough in order to catch the car. Yep, or and he finally it. did. He finally got fit enough, and the car came by, and the, and the dog chased the car, and he thought the commercial ended. But then as the commercial was ending, the camera pans back and a bunch of the the bar in, in Dagobah. Am I right? I'm yeah. Not much of a Star Wars. No, 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 not Dagobah. Oh, my God. It was the, uh, it was like a callback to the Cantina, which is yeah, on it was, Tatooine. It was the Cantina. The Cantina uh-huh, in yes, Mos Eisley. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Mos Eisley. And so, um, and that I found funny, you know, because the guy's like, no, the dog's much better than the Vader kid. <laughs> And then next thing I you know, that was great. yeah. And next thing you know, he's getting choked. So that was a that was a really good callback. I really liked that one. Um, but I don't know, man. Um, personally speaking, you know, again, I think it's it's kind of like the whole commercial thing is kind of played out too. There was a golden era of advertising that seems to have passed somewhat. I agree. And you know what? I don't blame I companies though too. because. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I actually, you know, I was outside painting a garage door before the game started. So I started DVRing it and, and I didn't feel bad coming in like at 345 because I could go past so much useless crap. Right. Watch some of the commercials and move on. Huh. Was anybody else doing a really big, oh, it, there's supposed to be some big JC Penny commercial today or something, isn't there? Oh really? I don't know. Because there have been all these I don't, stupid I commercials. Heard anything about that. Yeah, there have been all these stupid commercials of like people freaking out about sales advertisements. Oh, that's right. I have seen that. Yeah, with with just like one sign. Yeah, but the interesting thing about that, uh, about the J.C. Penney approach, is that the guy who's now running J.C. Penney used to be the guy that was in charge of the uh, the Apple Store division at Apple. He's he was oh. like their their big retail mucky muck. So he, you know, he oh, got interesting. Yeah, he got plucked from Apple specifically to try and turn things around at JC Penney. Cuz well, JC Penney is is currently the world or the one of the country's largest retailers. Especially with Sears and Kmart having their problems. Sure, right. By the way, can somebody please I remind I wonder if I, I wonder if JC Penney is going to end up being a more of a competitor for Target. Rather than and and the box store types, rather than mall based, you know your Macy's and your Nordstrom and the and the like. Almost everywhere around here, they're freestanding stores, so I wouldn't doubt that. Uh, the you pennies know, are. Yeah, not to mention they're more in lines with a. I don't know how widespread Kohl's is, but they're right. J C Penney is more comparable to a Kohl's, and Kohl's is. 
I don't even know what to call Coles because Coles was like a, a it's like a downgraded Macy's. I guess is the best way to explain it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's a Coles near me, so yeah, I know. And I it's, think they are pretty wide. It's more akin, there on your coast and mine. It's more akin to what a Mervin's was, you know. So I don't know. I don't know why are we talking about realty chains. Let's talk about something <laughs> interesting. Anyway, Amy, thanks a lot for the well, call. I, you're welcome. Really appreciate it. You you helped keep me uh, safe and sane while we were looking for Trent. <laughs> I'm glad you're back, Trent. Welcome back. All righty. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of the big game. We, by the way, by the way, we say big game because, well, uh, you know, this is the big game edition, first of all, of our show. And also because, uh, they have a trademark on that other name. Yes, they do. Like, we can't say this is the, the that of NetHeads. Right. We couldn't. They'd come down on us. Which I think is funny because it's almost like the political correctness game where you're trying to figure out the right way to say something racist. Right, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who's got the dog that's barking? That's that's my Franny. Okay. Well, tell Franny she's got to wait her turn for the show. (laughs) Okay. All right, Amy, thanks a lot for the call. You're welcome. And and, uh, I'm glad I finally got to defeat you at least once on uh, Scramble with Friends. Yes, congratulations. You and your wife both. Yes, I, I figured you, you tossed us both a pity loss, and I appreciate that. No, it wasn't. I tried, but, you know, it was a fair and square win. Yep. Okay, good. Well, thanks a lot. We'll Have talk a, to you next week. All righty. Bye. Bye-bye now. There we go. Bye-bye. And, and if you want to call like Amy did, actually, you know, there's many different ways. There's the hashtag netheads if you want to take part. Uh, like Router Ninja asked me if uh, painting the garage was akin to beating the peach tree. No, I was literally painting the garage door. Since oh, we bought so you this house. literally beating the peach tree earlier? No. Uh, In- <laughs> since we bought the house, we have, um, uh, we've had, there's been one door that's like a, a cream color and then the small, cause it's a three, three car garage. Okay. So the two door, the big door is a cream color. And the other one was like a smaller, um, you know, the one single car door has a, like, it was kind of like an orangish color. And boy, has that irked my wife ever since we bought the house. Oh. And I, every time she pulls into the garage, she sees it. Yeah. And I almost did nothing yesterday. I mean, I was a lump. I, I accomplished very little. So I'm like, I need to do something. I need to do something big. So I, I finally got off my rump and I uh, sanded down the door and then repainted it. And and it looks beautiful. But so more you importantly, just, you just had paint laying around that you could no, use. No, 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 no. I I took a part of the frame off. Hey, Francis, hold on a second, sir. Uh, we uh, our uh, our garage has these fancy little frames around the windows that you can take out. You know, it gives it like a gabled look or whatever it's called. Okay. So I took one of those out of the cream colored garage. And I um, took that down to the uh, the old Home Depot, and uh-huh. you know they have that spectrum analyzer color identification system. Oh, okay. And they they perfect matched it, so that way I could I could do two things at once. I could ma- make one door match the other, and then like next weekend, if the weather is good, I can sand down the big door and give it a refresher coat. Oh, okay. Anyway, Francis, in, is it Georgia? Yeah, in Georgia. Yeah. Welcome, welcome back, sir. How are you? Pretty good. Glad it to hear it. Sounds like you survived your birthday. You didn't get yourself too destroyed or anything? No, I, I meant to say that I got the uh, Russ Cochran EC Library Mad Volume 2 for my birthday. Oh. That sounds like a good read. The EC Library. Yep. Wait, what was it? I'm sorry, I, c- I couldn't understand you. The Complete EC Library Mad Volume 2. 
Oh, sweet. And, uh, you know, I felt bad after listening to last week's show, Francis, because I don't really think we kind of gave you your due on that whole Plastic Man discussion. Uh, I was mentioned in the show description, so that was good. I mean, Plastic Man was mentioned. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> that was good. I, um, I, it just, uh, it, you understand how it kind of came out of left field for us, right? It'd be like if somebody yep. called, called up right now and say, hey, you know, I wanted to talk about crepes. <laughs> oh, you mean them, them little pancake things? Yeah, you know, them rolled up ones where they put jelly in the middle. I don't know what that all about. I love those things. But, uh, but Francis, what, what has your week been like, sir? What have you, what have you been up to? Hey, what kind of technology do you have too? That's what I want to know. That's what I really want to know. I, uh, I have, uh, Charter and, um, uh, I have Google Chrome. Uh huh. Do you have a, uh, do you have a mobile device? Yeah. An iPod. Is that like the standard edition iPod or is it one of the newer, fancier ones like the iTouch? Uh, standard edition. Oh, okay, yeah, good. Because I'm still rocking the classic too, and I love it. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, in fact, the I purchased the the classic edition um, because for me, I use my phone for everything else, so I use it more of like a listening device slash hard drive. Oh, okay. Okay. That's pretty interesting. Well, you can do that though. That's the nice thing about them old ones. Even though technically speaking, I think there's a way to do it with your, with the iPhone too. I personally, I had to combine my cell phone with my i with my iPod and that's why I went iPhone. I just wanted to carry one device. Right, right. You know? And I, and I get that. Cause really, I don't care if people can hear me. I don't. <laughs> so I don't mind drop calls. Screw it. Just put it all in one device. <laughs> but you know, Francis, I'm really curious. What prompt, what made you last week when you called? What made yeah. you think that that we might be plastic men per se? Well, because one of the topics of the show is comics, you know, and uh, so I thought I'd talk about Plastic Man. He's my favorite character. Has he has he come into play at all since the fifty two has occurred? I don't know. There have been some sightings, I think, of him in the mm-hmm. comics. Really? Yeah, I and and granted, my my fifty two reading has been limited to about twenty of the comics, and I haven't seen him yet. But that's not saying much. Now, is it called fifty two because it's fifty two titles being relaunched? Yeah, uh-huh. so the the new fifty two, um, all of which except for like two through you know all the past, uh, you know continuity of the past eight years out the door. Oh, okay. All but two. Mm-hmm. Well, who are the two that get to stand alone? Uh, if I remember right, I, it's, it's one of the Batman titles and I think, uh, the, the Green Lantern Corps. Right. And I've already said it before. Too. Oh, Green Lantern Corps still stands alone? I think so. Oh. And because the, uh, when the second, uh, series of Widening Gyre comes out, that too will be in the original continuity still. Oh, okay. That'll be pre-52. Okay, so Francis isn't sure if Plastic Man has come back yet. I, I gotta tell you, earlier in the week, I was watching uh, Late Night with David Letterman, and I was, I was quite shocked to discover that, um, Paul Schaefer, the band leader, looked a lot like Plastic Man, minus the <laughs> hair, cause he was wearing those, those exact same kind of sunglasses we were talking about. The goggles, yeah. Yeah, so you may want to check that out. I, I don't know. By the way, Francis, I just want to thank you for your due diligence in calling, sir. I really appreciate it. Okay. All right, man. Well, hey, do me a favor. Have a great week. I'm sure we'll talk to you again next week. Okay, I'd like to be the fifth nethead. 
The fifth nethead. Who's the fourth? Amy Rothenberger. Who's the third? <laughs> uh, I think it's America. Okay. All right. So Francis wants us to set a hierarchy right here, everybody. So you're gonna wanna, <laughs> you're gonna have to vote on uh, on the Twitter, I guess. Throw it with the hashtag netheads. Is Francis? If something were to happen to Trent, if something were to happen to America, and something were to happen to Amy, God forbid. If 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 this horrible, uh, you know, Independence Day catastrophe type event were to occur, mm-hmm. um, is it okay to consider Francis the fifth nethead? So throw your hashtag netheads, throw us a vote. We'd appreciate it. All right, sir. Uh, we've taken your uh your question into consideration, and we will table it to the group, sir. Okay, thank you. Thank you, sir. Have a great week. Thank you. Okay. All righty. And uh, if you want to give us a call like uh, Francis, you can. It's uh, uh, what what is it? It's eight six 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 one zero nine four five five. It's nine two five two three eight ninety twenty. You can also go ahead and just uh, contact Netheads on air via Skype. We all these ways. Um, we are quickly becoming just a call in radio show rather than anything else. Because uh, for example, we've got a caller on the line right now. Who are you and where are you calling from? I'm back. Oh, oh my gosh. Ladies and gentlemen, back from the grave, Venator 2000. Literally. Good to know, sir. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for the call, Will, by the way. (laughs) I got it on my message on my home phone. I was, I think, probably the first number you called when you called on my answering machine and said, are you okay? Just wondering what's going on. Yeah, that was a, I'm sure that was weird. It was a lot weirder for the other people that got calls, I'm sure, but, uh, oh, yeah. that was an interesting day. I, I don't know. I just kind of, it was kind of one of those things where I'm like, wait a minute. The last tweet I saw wasn't a good one and that was a while ago. So I, you know, I, I hope I didn't, I didn't cross that, 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 uh, listener show host line in any way. No, usually Trent does that. So it's not a problem. <laughs> so. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. Good to know. Uh, by the way, on the last topic, Americo76 says, I want to be the last nethead standing. Well, I didn't. Well, that's, that, that to me sounds like a Royal Rumble challenge. Yeah, it's the, uh, it's the Thunderdome of netheads is what is occurring right now. <laughs> um, by so, the way, worrying about people calling about crepes, that's not that out of an idea because I'm sitting here listening tonight. And you're talking about J.C. Penney's and <laughs> what color you're painting your garage doors. I mean, this is like a very horrible NPR episode or something. I mean, it's uh, getting bad. Guys. You didn't listen to last week's show? <laughs> well, it's, like it's, I can't help it. Skype freaking crap down. I, I, like, I'm still chomping at the bit to talk to Trent about his Chromebook. Oh, but, yeah, and I'm excited, too. But I can't because, you know, everybody wants to interact with the program, which is cool. I'm, I'm down for that. It's okay because the more that we talk to you guys, the more we don't have to have real content. <laughs> granted, and content is king. Granted, we may lose listeners, but you know that's just a chance I'm willing to take. It's my Sunday night. I don't care. <laughs> I've been watching football, and I'm not a sports guy, and I have no alcohol. So what is a guy to do? <laughs> but just get on the air and be bitter. Now, uh, Venator, I don't know. Did your uh, after this whole thing happened? Did your uh, followers on Twitter go up? Oh, I haven't really checked. <laughs> okay. Because uh, it, it's too bad if people didn't switch over and start following you because I don't know about anybody else, but in reading some of these tweets, 
I almost feel like you've got a penthouse forum like letter potential occurring in your life right now. I'm not sure unless I'm reading things wrong. Oh no, that yeah, it's going on. It's like it wasn't until like this afternoon when let's just say same nurse decided to pop over and I was like, "Oh, really? Okay." But yeah, um it wasn't until like the two days ago that I really thought to myself, my gosh, she should have been in a nurse's outfit, but she wasn't in a nurse's outfit. She was just in regular, like a scrub outfit type of deal. Oh, bummer. I, you said she wasn't in a nurse's outfit. I thought that was going a whole different direction. Because the yeah, modern day you know, nurse's outfit my, really isn't that attractive. She's, yeah, it's, I'm not really complaining either way, but... <laughs> I was working on my Harry Reams mustache, but it didn't quite pull in the right way. So, mm. <laughs> but uh, the one thing I want to definitely talk about that is relatable to a certain picky tossy ball game that's going on right now—the big game. Yeah, whatever that stupid thing is that people consider a sport. But uh, <laughs> the Avengers trailer. Oh, I saw it on. I'm I sure Trent's got to have seen that. I got to oh, tell yes. you again, I, I kind of underwhelmed and disappointed. But I, their whole thing was to push people to their Facebook page to see the extended trailer, a whole minute long trailer there. Mm, oh, I missed that bit. I only saw the minute trailer that was online, so I didn't know if that was the extended or regular. So. Uh, yeah, it, it, it was probably the extended version. Uh, by the way, uh, Venator, uh, in um, defense of the show, America wants to point out that paint is the tech of wood and drywall. <laughs> so, take that, my friend. That's true. You, you make a valid point. Face, as we used to say as a kid. He is the third nethead. Yes, he is. Um, unfortunately, he does have a cold tonight, so we're not going to pester him. We're not going to bother him. Um, anyway, where were we going? Oh, um, no, I had a completely different thought while you guys were talking, and I'm sorry. I don't know why that happened. <laughs> Avengers trailer. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's interesting, though, when you look at it now, what everybody is doing. And really, I hate to admit it, but kind of like GoDaddy was one of the first places that kind of pioneered this. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're using their spot to get you to switch over to new media in order to, you know, get the rest of the story, if you will. Right. So, in other words, they're, they're, think about the amount of money that they spent to air that 30 second commercial just to try and get the one minute version going viral. That's really what right. it's all about, right? Am I wrong? No, I think that's exactly it. So yeah. it's pretty genius, if you ask me. There, uh, th- even, there's some clever yeah, guys out there. Even leading up to that, they've had uh, a 15 second uh, teaser uh, on rotation this week. And so saying, you know, more to come at the Super Bowl. So when the Super Bowl comes, there's even more. But we want you to take one more step. It's it's calling people to action to 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 make them do something. Well, and then again, also that um that sad and depressing for me, Matthew Broderick commercial. They didn't even wait for the Super Bowl. They're just like, here's the tease, and then they're like, ah, screw it, let's put it out there. Right? Yeah. Let's just give it to everybody. It's like, why? Why did you do that? Yeah, what's what's the point of paying so much money when you can, you can put it out there, you know, essentially for just the production costs? Goddamn idiots. The two things I wanted to bring up about the Avengers trailer, though. One, I don't know if 
either of you were fans of Buffy at all? Yes. Okay. The shot of the six of them with the camera swooping around the six of them. Yeah. When they're all like them. That is a great Josh Whedon, the old call to arms shot that he used to do in Buffy all the time when the camera was pulling back down a hallway or out of a doorway and they'd all be like grabbing their weapons and walking past the camera. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah, okay. It's actually, it's also very reminiscent about the uh, final battle scene in the series finale of Buffy when they're all in the cave and they're getting ready to just un, 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 uh, hold on, defend themselves against the, the minions of hell, if, as it were. Um, yeah. Uh, but what else? That, and I just want to say Captain America, that new helmet, that's so stupid. Oh, come on now. Thank you. That's my other point. That was, I, it's like, I'm scared at how much we're in tune, sir, because I don't know about you. Seeing Captain America in his new outfit looked a little too much like the guy that plays Dwight on, um, The Office. Uh, Rain Wilson looked too much like Rain Wilson in his red costume in the movie Super. (laughs) That's a great film. You really can't complain about that look, but. But, but here's the thing though. They're they're obviously taking cues from the Ultimate Universe. Thor is definitely patterned after the Ultimate Thor, and so and that's the exact uh, Ultimate Captain America costume. Hmm. And that does bring up a third point, I guess. That I just thought about uh, the Hulk with gray pants. <laughs> well, you know, he's got to change. Maybe that maybe that was his special gear that he was wearing in the plane while he was trying. They were trying to um, you know, interrogate Loki. I don't know, man. Who cares? Maybe it's just because you can't really find purple pants anymore. The the original Hulk was gray. Trump knows too much about (laughs) comics. You, sir, have been trumped. Relax in defeat and dream of your nurse. (laughs) You know, I completely forgot about the fact that The Avengers was a Joss Whedon film. I completely forgot about that. I don't know why. It's like as soon as I saw that shot when they were going around, I'm like, there we go. There's a Whedon shot right there. Yeah. So. And if and if anyone hasn't got on and, and, and seen the extended trailer, there's – I mean, spoiler or whatever, I don't care. Uh, there's – you know, Loki's sitting there talking to Tony Stark and, and he goes, well, I have an army. And then uh, – We you have know, a Hulk. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He goes, well, we have a Hulk. And it's just like, oh, shit, yeah, man. Oh, good news, everybody. At 5.47 p.m., Trent told me he'd be logged on in just a second. Just got that uh, text. <laughs> That's handy. Technology, folks. Anyway, uh, Venator, so glad to hear you're back on the mend. I hope everything continues to go well. Appreciate your phone call, and uh, hope the week is well for you, sir. Oh, yeah, I hope it gets a little better, too. i got all these physical therapists and occupational therapists and hopefully a nurse coming back. <laughs> well, it's the nurse that we're all rooting for you, sir. That's the important one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all righty, man. We'll take care. We'll uh, we'll keep you in our thoughts and have a great week. Thanks. You too. All righty. Later, bye. man. So glad to hear he's back home. Yeah, me too, man. Uh, by the way, the Giants did have another touchdown at that big game. So, uh, so what's the score now? Uh, no idea. I don't have the app up. <laughs> it's, it's not the Niners. So I don't care. <laughs> um, Will, so earlier today I, I tweeted a picture of an ad that was in a comic book uh, for Toyota. 
and it was a uh, they used Modoc in there to, uh, for the ad, and I thought it was hilarious. And our good friend Lee um, came up with the in, instead of Modoc, uh, Smodoc. Oh, um, I'm I'm trying to find it in the Twitter feed, and he he quickly scribbled. A, and when I say scribbled, it's it's absolutely way better than anything I could do. It's fantastic, and it's in the uh, the hashtag NetHeads. I tweeted it just a second ago, so definitely check it out. Uh, it's Smodon, excuse me, Smodon. Oh, okay. All right. It's a, it's it's me kind of uh, pushed into a a Modoc type character. When did you uh, when did you retweet that? Uh, Let's just all look at internet images and forget about the fact that we're doing a show. <laughs> Okay. All oh, right. Here it is right there. Well, let me get a look at this. Let me see. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's real purdy. And what is that you're holding there? Oh, Swotor. Yeah, that's Swotor. Okay. Um, so Trent, uh, 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 hi, my name is Will and I talk for a living. That was smooth. <laughs> Trent, you, uh, you have, uh, you're starting to, to put together, uh, a, um, I guess library of technology that would would rival my own. Oh wait, should we take Americo's phone call? I, well, I, I mean, if he's calling, you kind of have to. I don't have to do anything, but hold it now, Americo. Hold on, let me finish this thought. Don't go anywhere. All right, you still there? Yes, I am. Oh well, he sounds pretty good for a guy with a cold. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I wish oh, I sounded that great when it. I was sick. Some things you can't fake, sir. Oh, I'm faking being well. <laughs> oh well, good for you. Hold on a second. Let's get Eli Mendez on there too. Let's see if I can. Uh, Let's let's add oh, add to him to a conference. Oh no! So now we got Eli and Americo both sitting there waiting. So guys, don't go anywhere, okay? Alrighty. Trent, All right. Trent, <laughs> you've got a technology library that's starting to rival my own. Yeah, I'm I'm building a quiver. You have uh, so far you bought the new computer. Yes. You have the uh the HP um. Uh, iPad knockoff, whatever it is called. Yes, tablet, mm-hmm. the you, touchpad. You also have, uh, what is that thing called? You have the... Um, the, the Samsung uh, Galaxy Tab 10.1. And now, for some reason, you have a Chromebook? Yes, a Chromebook. Mm-hmm. Why on earth do you have a Chromebook? Um, you know, I, I was just really intrigued by, by the whole idea of, you know, essentially just a, a web browsing computer, and right? A, and eight-second boot-up time as well. Yeah, I mean, it's it it more or less it runs the the hardware of like a tablet, um, with and you can use all the the Google Chrome apps, but everything that you're accessing is only in the cloud, right? So you're not really saving anything on the computer. Granted, I do have you know the option with, um, you know, USB port and an SD card, um, slot, but it's uh, and and I liken it to someone that might be looking at a tablet but doesn't want to spend eight hundred bucks for one. Oh, okay. And uh, Router Ninja saying on Twitter, next week on NetHeads, videos of cats. There you go. <laughs> all right. So, uh, uh, first of all, Americo is joining us, but also is Eli Mendes. Eli, I'm sorry to lump you in there with Americo for right now, but I, you, you've called a few times. I didn't want you to feel like you were hung out to dry. So, uh, yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, Americo can go first. That's, that's well, fine. Well, Americo's probably going to be hanging around for a while. So let's address you off yes. the bat. All right. Well, um, Basically, I just wanted to ask uh, what you guys were thinking of um, the uh, re-release of Star Wars coming up this uh, this Friday. Right. I think of the, the 3D version. I think a few episodes. With, with air quotes. Yeah, I think a few episodes back, I already said how much this is horrible. Yes, how much oh, do you care? 
Yeah. Yes. It's, 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 and that's the thing. They were trying to, uh, to help push that, I, I think, with an ad during the big game as well. Or it was on the <laughs> tail end of the uh, Volkswagen one or something. Well, it, it really bothered me. What they did was the very first shots, I mean, the first 10 shots is all footage from the original series. Because they know what's actually good and what we actually care about seeing. Exactly. So when I saw it, I, I I'm not going to lie, I got excited. And then it had the, the release of, you know, Phantom Menace. I'm like, oh, that's horseshit. Don't, don't pander my nostalgia to get me in to see some gimmicky piece of crap. Exactly. Yeah. They, they definitely should have released the, um, the, the originals first. I agree. I, I uh, agree too. If you wanted to cater to anybody over the age of 30, absolutely. Yeah, but right now they don't yeah. care about that. They want, you know, they've yeah. got the kids. Yeah. The kids all love the, the, uh, the cartoons on the Cartoon Network. Right. You know, they're hooked on that and they, they already saw these movies before. So they're, they're trying to cash in on parents still taking their kids. That's yes. what they're trying to get. And, and you know what? I'm not going to be one of them, but there are going to be lots of parents that are going to have to bite the bullet. They're going to have to suck it down and they're going to have to go ahead and just sit through this crap. Yeah, and pay the inflated yeah. 3D cost. Now, does anybody know what the release plan is? What the release schedule is? How 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 often are they releasing each one of the movies in 3D? How long until I give a crap? All right, Every, that's what I want to know. So I we won't three see years. The, yeah, so we it won't be 2015 until we see Star Wars: A New Hope. That's just disgusting. It's horseshit. Yeah, it's yeah, horrible. terrible. I mean, come on, uh, at least do it every three months. Like, I, I, I believe they did that, uh, last time with the re-release of the special editions when they really, yes. uh, they, they release it like once every three months or something like that, if I recall correctly or falsely. Yeah. I mean, the thing is like, especially with 3D now, it's, it's so expensive to go see it. And, um, you know, I'm always hearing, uh, Americans, you know, complain about how expensive it was. And, you know, I used to be one of them when I was living there. Um, now I'm in Australia and it's like double here. Like to oh, go to a, a movie, it's really? like $20. Yeah. The times I've been in Australia, like, um, I, I, first of all, I really dig their theaters there. They're a lot nicer, more comfortable. And this whole idea of, uh, of actually pre-ordering your seat like you know you go there and you say i want to sit in this in this chair nobody else can come there and sit in that chair i really like that idea i think we should adopt it here in the states but uh the the ticket prices are double are little are actually double what we pay here in the states and um i i have to say overall your popcorn is just terrible it's probably the worst <laughs> popcorn i've ever had <laughs> In my life, it's like eating gravel. I I don't know why you you know you're forcing third world children to eat this stuff. I have no idea where you're getting it from, but oh my god, it is no the worst amount popcorn. of butter is going to save their popcorn. It it's just it's, it's it's so dry, and even even the people the Australians there who go there don't even eat it. That's the thing is that nobody goes there. I'm an American tourist going there. Let me have some of your popcorn. And the dude's looking at me, just giggling behind it, you know, and just saying, "Here you go, sir." You know, and oh my god, it's terrible. <laughs> Excuse me, uh, yes, I'd like to get. A, can I get a container of grape nuts with some butter flavoring, please? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I think what you got to do is find one of the um, one of the the theaters that actually has, uh, you know, beer. That will, you know, they'll come and, and take your order and serve you beer at your, you know, seat while you're watching the movie. 
I've seen that actually. I've seen the, uh, the there's actually the the premium lounges that you can go to in the in these theaters mm-hmm. where they, you sit down and they'll serve you beer and whatnot. And I'm like, oh, okay, well that you know helps with the popcorn. Kind of kind of like know. a champagne room, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and unfortunately, there is no sex in the premier theater rooms as well as champagne room. Mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah, no nurses there. Well, thanks a lot for the call, Eli. We're probably going to expand on this further as I continue to ponder it and feel more and more rage. Yeah, no, that's fine. All right, sir. Have All yourself right. a good one. Glad we got you on the horn this time. Yeah, you too. Take it easy, Later. sir. There we go. Let's see if I successfully got Eli off the line and kept America on the line. Did I? Yeah, you did. Look at that. Yay! Technology is grand. <laughs> so, Trent, um, I have a question then. So, it's if it's purely a browsing thing, yes. But they do have apps. So, like, let's say, so because it's a Chromebook, then I'm right. guessing, like, let's say I wanted to do my my. Uh, let's say I'm America, and I okay. want and I want to work on my uh, screenplay. Okay. Okay. And instead, I've got a Chromebook. So now I would be using like what Google Docs to to. Have my, my, my screenplay or is it a screenplay? Is it a script? What are they called? America either. Screenplay. Okay. Script. Yeah. Either works. So. Yeah. It, it, yep. That's exactly what you'd use. Okay. All right. Now I, I get that. But like, let's say there was an emergency. All of the other computers in the world have died. And, <laughs> and I hand you a USB thumb drive uh-huh. with this week's episode of NetHeads on it. And you are our only saving grace for getting the show cut and up for everyone else to listen to. On what? I have no idea, because all the computers are gone, but let's ignore that fact for now. Sure, sure. Is there any way you could do sound editing? Because this is what I care about. Is there any way you could do sound editing with your Chromebook? Do I have access to the Internet? I'm going to say yes. Then I would, because there there is a Chrome app for sound editing. Oh, yes. my goodness. Yeah, so it, basically what it does is it you, you upload it all to a, an external server in the cloud, and then you manipulate it there, and then you can, you know, bring it back to your hard or well to your thumb drive in this case. Mm, fancy. Yeah, and I think it's 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 a very primitive model for something that that I think we will see more of in the future um, with 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 the cloud. Uh, by the way, congratulations to the New York Giants for defeating the uh, Patriots. They were not the favorites, and they did win the game. Oh, Thank wow. God. Final score, 21-17. And everybody listening to this after the fact already knows. It's like, yeah, old, old news, shitbag. <laughs> old news, man. Come on, techie guys. Get ahead with the times. Way to go, dumb. It's like every uh, the entire rest of the world, those two obnoxious guys in the AT&T ad. <laughs> oh, so 17 <laughs> seconds ago. Already done. Uh, oh, my God. I, those ads annoy the crap oh, out of me. Yes. I'm, I'm so frustrated with them because I'm like, really? You can't wait? 16 seconds to, to, for news? Is, is it really that bad nowadays? Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, I, by the way, I, I want to call back to also some other great tweets that have happened in the past couple minutes. Um, Lee had said, uh, and this is a great one because, you know, the phone calls came in and I made you both wait too, but uh, still, you know, he's like, uh, <laughs> America 76 is dying. He can wait. Call her. Go ahead. That was a good one. <laughs> and then I feel sorry for his wife, Crystal, whose name I am getting correct, who says, looking forward to Breaking Dawn coming out Friday. I have to go into work at midnight to make sure those tards get their movie. <laughs> you know, what's interesting is everybody I know that read the books hates the movies, yet they always go to see them. Oh, I don't they get eat it. Them up. I don't get it. I, I don't get the movies in general. 
Yeah, so that, that's because you, know. you have a thing called intelligence. You're right. You know, I just, uh, <laughs> I, and I don't get, I don't get the, I mean, I don't get the, every time, uh, I talk to one of these Twilight fans, I'm like, okay, you do understand that it's a, basically a story of like, look, we're Mormons and we want you to wait before you have sex, but it's so hot to tease you about it beforehand. So let's just <laughs> get exactly some half naked guys in the meantime. That's exactly what it is. That's what, that's exactly what it is. And every time I tell that to one of these fans, I'm like, you, you do realize that's what it's saying. And like, and they're, they, they say yes, like flat out. They're like, yeah, well, that's technically what it, and, and you enjoy that. You enjoy that pandering to you. You enjoy the fact that they're treating you so stupid. And, and yet you, you find this interesting. What is it? You know, it's like, oh, because it's hot guys and half, you know. Half wearing half clothes. I'm like, okay, I guess that's just selling. Let's also not forget that the romance behind the movie, it reads like the Chris Brown Rihanna story. Okay. Because (laughs) it's nothing about a girl who has no interest in a guy until he starts treating her badly. And then the more he treats her badly, the more she loves him. What's, what's the, uh, the saying in high school? You treat them rough and they're sure to love. I, I wasn't aware of that one. I, I didn't know that saying because I was the guy being treated rough. I assume that's what the girls were saying about me. It's like, hey, America's over there. Go treat him rough because he, you know, that's his love for him. I, I love the <laughs> way I turn him on. By the way, personally, I love the fact that somebody calls in to the show and says they want to be the fifth nethead, and then somebody suddenly America's like, oh, I guess I could call in. He got to, gets all defensive. His integrity's his been challenged. Hold like, on. Hey, hey, hold on. I need to be at least in the top ten here. Caller, you're on with the netheads. Who are you? Where are you calling from? Hey, it's Jason. Okay. Hey, Jason. Where are you from, man? Canada. Jason from Canada, guys. We've had Jason call in before, I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah Will, you finally got you finally got a Facebook, didn't you? I yes. finally got a Facebook. Yeah. What does that mean? You're on Facebook now. I've been on it for quite some time. I just don't really advertise it because that's mostly for, you know, like family and friends and stuff. Somewhere. Will's not the social media whore that I am. You know, here's the thing. I used to really enjoy Facebook, and then I really uh, didn't. And I I prefer Twitter now. And the truth of the matter is I just – how does one say it? I, I don't get much creative outlet during the week. So I'm almost bitter when it comes to social media because I get right. I get to read the the tweets and works of other people. You know, I'm like, why didn't I come up with that? Or wow, I can't even do something that good. So I don't even bother now. <laughs> it just induces rage. Pretty much. I'm just like, you know what? So I mean, like, honestly, I can't even remember the last time I did an update on Facebook. Because also, when it comes to these things, like, uh, for example, I follow my nephew on Twitter. Okay. Which is a bad thing to do because he's a teen and he's pissed off at my brother and all this stuff. <laughs> and he types in four little words. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the grammar is horrible and, and just, <laughs> you know, it makes you weep for the future. And I realize this kid's going to have a great, great job in the future working the counter at the Shell gas station. And I don't know what else. But, you know, I follow him on Facebook and he's or on Twitter and he just it's it's one update after another after another of just. Uh, nothing, nothing, nothing at all. Right. Okay. Right. And he retweets annoying crap too. And I, I just don't want to be that guy. Okay. That's if I have something genuinely entertaining to say or something I feel worthwhile, then I'll do it. And I find that I don't have a lot of that in my life anymore. 
You know, because also because there are more people that follow me now on Twitter because the NetHead WW Twitter account just used to be mine. Like all the show related stuff I used to do on Radio Askew and I could do right. on NetHeads on air and I don't do anything with any of them. Like when was the last time uh, <laughs> I made an announcement that there was a new show up? Ugh, way to go, Will. Way to go for that search engine optimization. Anyway, so there are more people following now. So like I used to say a lot of things about my daughter and my wife and, and now it's like in a way I'm almost kind of getting protective of them. I'm almost like I don't want to mention them because I, I want to shelter them from, um, uh, I don't know who. I mean, it's not like, you know, I know there's, I don't have a stalker or anything, <laughs> but it's just, it's those things start to rumble through my mind because when I, when I used to uh, do a show regularly for play TV back in the, uh, late nineties, right? I'll, I'll never forget the creepy day that I got a, a card from one of my listeners. And it made oh. me realize, oh, God, that stuff is kind of on the public record, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so that's a little weird. But, yeah, I do have a Facebook. Are we friends on Facebook? Did I accept your invitation? Yeah, you did. Oh, okay, good. Well, there you well, go. And, well, it's it's interesting. There's there's a new um, social media medium out there. It's called Path. Path. Oh my goodness. I, it's a, by the way, it's official. I'm old. Trent, you're now the host of NetHeads. Oh, I'm just going to be the color commentary it. guy. It's, this is my job. It's like path? What's path? Yeah, what? <laughs> is it the path to the old light? Let me go that way. We got a path but down by the creek over here. <laughs> I used to make paths down the woods all the time. You kids don't know anything about paths. <laughs> you go down the path and pick up your own switch. I don't know. I was, with it. I was talking to my co-host. He mentioned something about patch. Patch is the new thing. <laughs> Honey, did you get that patch? I think we have a couple. So, so what path is, is it's specifically just for, you know, the, the people that you actually know and, and communicate with on a daily basis. Like the, the people that you have, you know, numbers for in your cell phone almost is how you'd, you'd define it. You mean like, uh, like what my contacts already does in my phone? <laughs> Right. Yes. But, but okay. I mean, that's that's just a way of summing it up. Like this is something that you're sharing with, you know, your family and a few close friends. And that's kind of what they're banking on is that people won't be all all inclusive with it. They'll be very exclusive as, as to who their path friends are. Huh. Hmm. Right. No sure that dog won't swim. <laughs> isn't, but isn't that for, the whole... For me, it's just one more thing to update. So I, I, I've i got one, but I don't ever update it. Isn't that the approach that Google Plus does, though? Where we're, it, we're exactly. able to segregate? Exactly. And also, by the way, speaking of technology... <laughs> uh, by the way, Jason, I'm sorry. Do you have anything else, sir? Well, I was going to tell you that nowadays, these programs are for the new generation of kids. Well, okay, yeah, that's so. true. But don't remind me of my age, sir. That's rude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but everything's pushed forward to the uh, art into the new generation. For like, you, your nephew is on Twitter and he says all this stuff. Well, that's the new lingo they talk about. That's not uh, lingo. That's just laziness. What it all reminds me of, uh, for those of you uh, comic book folk, uh, during the um, well, not during that, but there there was a uh, a. Buffy-based comic that was set in the future. I can't remember the name of it off. Frey. Frey. And they revisited it in the uh, Buffy Season 8 run, I believe, as well. Yes. And, um, you know, that's the thing. They they spoke in an abbreviated lingo, which you could see this uh, Twitter technology texting lingo just transversing into. So in many ways, I think Joss Whedon was kind of thinking ahead on that one. But it, because it, re I really feel like, like uh, you know... Uh, 
I'm sure you've heard people say in real life, raffle, right? It's like, why are you saying that? Because first of all, you're standing there. You're not actually rolling on the floor laughing. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. You're not raffle mowing either. <laughs> <laughs> however, however, I can LOL until the t- cows come home. Yes, you can. All right, thanks. Jason, thank you very much for your call, sir. No problem. All righty. If you want to call like him, too, you can, 866-610-9455. You can also call uh, 925-238-9020. You can, um, what can you do? You can do hashtag NetHeads, and you can uh, Skype NetHeads on air. All those things. Too many Mm -hmm. to talk about. So, But, yeah, you're right, Trent. That's the other problem with all these things. There's too much technology to update. Yep, there really is. Which is why I don't like being repetitive, but I could. You know, I I did the add-in so that if I put a hashtag... FB on my post, it would do it to Facebook as well. Yep. Ah, so I, I do that from my tweet deck. I just have them b- update both whenever I tweet because tw- Twitter is what I enjoy because it's uh, it's short, it's sweet, and um, I actually enjoy reading the people that I do follow on there. Right. Facebook is something that I prefer just to you know browse once in a while and uh, see pictures of my friends' kids or. You know, things like that. And, and that's, uh, that's all it is to me. That's all I ever use it for. Other than that, you know, Twitter is what I like to get my information from. Vengar right. is pointing out that, uh, the language is malleable. Raffle and lol don't mean what they stand for anymore. Actually, I got a funny story about the, uh, LOL thing. My, back in the day, I guess, as my father-in-law would say, um, LOL meant lots of love. It was an abbreviation for that, right? <laughs> Yeah, my exactly. That's how my mother uses it. Yeah, exactly. So there would be all these awkward things that my father-in-law would put at the end of posts. Yes. You know, it's just like, you know, it's like, LOL. like, yeah, like one of his daughters would say, you know, like, oh, nothing worse than, you know, a busy, busy day and you're, you know, rolling on the floor in pain from a migraine. And they would say, oh, I'll keep you in my thoughts. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe we just had to put the cat down. Oh, my thoughts are with you. LOL. You know? Yes. So that was fun. But uh, speaking of Facebook, which, you know, I really don't prefer. And I'm sure I think I know we're on the verge of everyone getting forced into the timeline. Uh, uh, right. Right. Which just like, oh, look, Facebook's becoming MySpace. Just That's embrace what it, looks it like guys. Me. Come on. It, just it's just, if, if you if you don't tense up, it will hurt less. Keep that in mind. <laughs> um <laughs> Same thing they said when they checked my prostate. Anyway, <laughs> the uh, which was the whole point. It was just me trying to think of a way to tro- top his joke, and it didn't work. Uh, <laughs> the Facebook public offering, that got announced uh, during this past week, yeah. which, which is really fun and exciting because it brought out that one story about the one graffiti artist that did yes. some decorating for their original office. And he opted to they – op- they asked to pay him in stock rather than cash. Yeah. Yep. And that dude's sitting on top of what's valued at $200 million in stocks. Yep. That's just awesome. That, that's, that's one of the so best awesome. stories ever. Now, the other interesting flip side of that is that, you know, as part of their IPO uh, filing, one of the things that they did acknowledge is that Google Plus is a potential threat to Facebook. I've see, I've heard, I've heard that for a while. Um, and, <laughs> I, it's not there yet. I think it'll get there eventually, but I don't see it there right now. Well, yeah. I mean, they said the same thing uh, with Google Buzz as to Twitter as well. And we all know how that went. 
Is that what that little icon when every time I go on Google, is that what buzzes? Because I see it there. I'm like, oh, wow, look, it's a buzz thing. I had no idea what it was there for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's shut down now. Well, don't, oh. let's not forget the, uh, wonderful iTunes ping feature. Yes. That's, that's, <laughs> boy, that's really great and utilized. <laughs> Come join us on ping. Oh, God, just hide, hide it. How could I hide this quick enough? Uh, I don't, I it's like, oh, look, America's listening to the Creedence Creole Art of Revival. That's good to know. <laughs> My life is content now. Not that I'm saying you listen to CCR, sir. I just try and pull these hey, things hey, out. Nothing wrong talking. with CCR. I was going to say, I hope you're listening to CCR. There's nothing wrong, wrong with yeah. little Bogart. Come on, man. Well, I, I personally, I, I still like the simplicity and ease of use of Google Plus. But once again, I got to say, if they want it to be more widely adopted, you need to make it so that you can post to the other platforms from it. Right. Yes. Agreed. You know, because, right. because that's the name of the game. You've got to be the central hub that everyone goes to. Like one of the things you said, America, you use TweetDeck. Uh-huh. And you can use TweetDeck. You can update your Twitter. You can update your Facebook. You know, so, it, you know, that right there makes TweetDeck more of a destination for you than any of the web pages. Absolutely. And also, you know, I'm, I don't like to have a bunch of web pages up. You know, uh, right. you know, switching between pages. I just like to have my, you know, my little tweet deck, uh, over to the side and, you know, it updates on itself and I can just see it whenever I want. It should really be an app, really, just like an application on, on, you know, on the screen. I completely agree. It should. It should just be a module that's built in. That would be handy, but no. Quick handy. <laughs> they won't do that for me. I wish of they would. Not. They, they wouldn't do things that make sense, you know, as far it, as technology. Why do that? By know? the way, speaking of technology, if anybody knows of a way to have something set up to where it can read an XML file and then tweet based on the information in the Excel file, XML file, give me a holler, will you? I'd appreciate that. Send me a tweet or something. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I, I got some, I got something that uh, I'm just too you, lazy to research. You got something to brew in. You get, you know, you get, got something cooking. Yeah. And I just don't have the time. So anyway, okay. that's, there okay. is that. For me. If anybody um, knows of anything, because it's, you know, I'm one guy. I, I, I can Google till the cows come home. But if somebody already knows about something, what is the point in my spinning my wheels if somebody already has that information? You see what I'm saying, right? Yeah, exactly. So I just, uh, I really still, I, I like Google+. Plus. I, I really wish it would be uh, used by more people. I really I w- do. I would go back to Google+, Plus if it would just, you know, Get its act together, get a little more streamlined, and like you said, you know, have it available just everywhere. Von Cleef asked the question, my question is why? Why, you know, does Facebook have to be publicly traded? Who really Mm. benefits? Facebook does because they're going to get a uh, shitload of money. Thank you. Because what happens is right now they've... They've got revenue and they've been, you know, privately held company and, and different investors have put money in. Um, but the whole point is once they go public, their stock is being traded and it's coming in at a very high valuation. So once that happens, they get an influx of cash. Yep. Oh, and that's the other thing about that graffiti artist guy. He's not an employee of Facebook, so he does not have to sit on his stock. Yeah. Yeah. He, so yeah, yeah exactly. Man. He'll just be able to be like, Oh, Hey. It's day two of trading. Got my shares, folks. Who wants them? See ya, suckers. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to the Bahamas. F you all. <laughs> Bitches. And he's a successful artist, too. So he's not, you know. He's, he's not, not hurting for anything. No, yeah. he's not. And he's just, he's got gravy, my friends. That's what I call gravy. That's all that is. Oh, uh, a, a quick digression about graffiti. 
Yeah. Uh, Anonymous shut down the Salt Lake City, uh, multiple Salt Lake City websites, including the Salt Lake City PD, because there was legislation that was going up um, that was in committee, at least in the legislature in, in Utah, to make it illegal to carry uh, spray paint cans. Oh, wow. That's yeah. Strange. That's yeah. I don't understand the correlation between anonymous and graffiti, but it's freedom of speech. Is that what? Yeah, it's? one of those yeah, things yeah. like you know, just just because you you know you're you're carrying something around, paint just essentially. You're a graffiti artist, you know? right? Yeah, I, I could have a bunch of spray paint cans around just because because I'm huffing paint, not because yeah, just because I like the smell. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I'm a drug user. I'm not a painter. Come on, man, give me a break. By the way, I don't know why, but uh, Lee is asking you, Trent, are your eyes green or blue? I and he, he threw the hashtag weird question on there. Oh, it's 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 probably for the uh, the Smodon. Okay, either that or he's cruising you. I don't know which one it is. Hey, hey, Lee, Lee, they're what they're whatever you want them to be. <laughs> there, there is there is blue as the summer pool. I love this blue as the morning sky. Th- this just goes to show the dedication of our listeners. Fendigar says once Netheads is done, I'm going back to watching Star Trek: The Next Generation. <laughs> hey, but it's not the blue ray. Fine one programming. Yet. Yeah, that's very nice. It's not the it's not the updated Blu-ray graphics one yet that hasn't come out yet. That what was is that? Just, do you, you do not uh, you do not know about the the new Blu-ray Star Trek: The Next Generation that is coming out with revamped graph uh, uh, CGI? Oh, they're doing the same approach that they did with uh, with the original series. Well, kind of. Except, well, here's the story. Here's what happened. So, uh, for the longest time. Uh, Star Trek The Next Generation wasn't on Blu-ray, obviously. Um, only on DVD because apparently they shot the series in widescreen, but they did all the special effects on standard. So oh. they they never released uh, – that's why they never released a, an HD version of Next Generation. Well, that's thinking ahead. Exa- <laughs> but apparently Paramount – I think it's Paramount, uh, the owners of – I believe they're still Paramount – I don't know if Paramount's still around or Universal wanted them. Um, they decided, well, let's just redo the graphics. Let's redo all the CG, update it for the next generation since, you know, the footage is already shot in, in HD. All we got to do is just redo. And it looks gorgeous. Really? It is absolutely beautiful. Well, I mean, but if the warp effect isn't that, that, uh, Awkward stretching thing. I'm going to be depressed. No, no, it's still they. They, they released uh, this week. They released uh, uh, like a sampler uh, Blu-ray of certain episodes from Next Generation that they show the uh, the revamped gra- graphics. You can, you can if you go up on YouTube if you check out uh, Next Generation on Blu-ray. I'm sure if, uh, it, it'll show you like the comparison, and it's not uh, anything drastic as you know you know. Uh, Han shooting second or something like that, you know. Right. Um, it's it's not that bad. It's actually uh subtle yet, you know, classy updates. It's just absolutely beautiful. Cool. Lee also points out, I like how Americo knew the answer before Will in the form of a poem, and nobody questioned it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you drop science, man. You let it go. <laughs> <laughs> you guys frighten me. <laughs> Oh, wow. Anonymous shut down the UFC site for a while because Dana White said he supported Sopa and Pippa. Maybe uh, he thought he was talking about Spice Girls, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, those names still just crack. Sopa and Pippa. It really doesn't. It sounds like two British chicks that won't give you the time of day. 
Yeah, it's right, like the yeah. it's like if Tattoo had a spin-off band, it'd be Sopa <laughs> and Pippa. <laughs> oh. Oh, Tattoo, I remember bringing those you hits from too. the 90s, kids. Oh, by the way, it, two little cuties. If you guys listened to the podcast last week, downloaded it after the fact. I don't know if you uh, all noticed, but I, I tagged on because I, I came out of left field on uh, Trent with the reference to the Atari uh, commercial for Mario <laughs> Brothers. Yes. And so afterwards, he's like, what was that about? Because some of the off mic stuff after the show and I played it for him. He's like, oh, that's got to be the stinger. I'm like, sure. So we, <laughs> we threw that bad boy on there. But really, that was like a, a, a very popular commercial when I was a kid. That's the that's the one where uh, uh, it's a Mario. Where are you? That one, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. I love that. Commercial. Something's coming up. Mario, the where are you? Yeah. Mario. Mario, Mario Brothers. Right. Not Mario. 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 Yes. You'd get hung for saying that back in the entire Atari 2600 days. Something's coming up the plumbing. Poor Luigi's in a bind. <laughs> and you gotta love those, uh, you gotta love the, the puppetry work of those turtles coming out. It's like, Mario, where are you? It was so bad, but so good at the same time. It's just too bad that there weren't more people that were able to capture these things in, in decent, uh, footage, you know, cause like the one I played, I pulled it off right. of YouTube and like every other person that repeated it, it's that same crappy whining, uh, playback from somebody's old video yeah, tape. Yeah, video tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like somebody was recording Saturday morning cartoons one day and just exactly. left it recording all day and then it's like, Hey, I still have these commercials. Check them out. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, there's nothing that flashes you back to your childhood faster than seeing an old commercial though. Yeah, it's true. Like, like yeah. Toys R Us started rerunning that the, the uh, Toys R Us kids commercial. What about Jeffrey the like Jeffrey the the the, the giraffe giraffe right from the Toys yeah. R Us? Like uh, I, I I used to drive by when there was a Toys. No, of course there's no Toys R Us here uh, locally uh, in San Francisco. Like yeah, oh to, really? Yeah, it, they're all gone. There, there's a um the apparently the babies R Us were more popular. What? Or, yeah, and so they got rid of the Toys R Us. So there's one like a half an hour away from here, in, in the city. And um, well, when there was one close by, I used to drive with my little cousin. I was like, "Hey, look, Jeffrey does a giraffe," and it's like, "Who? <laughs> that that giraffe?" What? He's like, "Giraffes are he has, dumb." He, that giraffe has a name. I'm like, "Yes." Did you not? Did you just assume that there was just a giraffe there? I mean, I know it's a little weird to have a giraffe with you know selling toys to kids. I I understand that, sir. But he has a name. Well, it makes as much sense as a clown pushing fast food. That is true. <laughs> uh, by the way, Fengar wants to school you, Americo. He says, "I don't think it's about widescreen, but the effects were done on videotape instead of film." Oh. Oh. Well, um, he he, he might be right. I. I could swear I because I, I read the article. You know, we're not ago. worried about the exact details here on NetHeads. <laughs> what we care about is just the information at its core. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, it, we don't care. The Chromebook could be made from Microsoft for all I care. <laughs> it's not the details that we. It's 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 the broad bit of information that we like to share. Oh, that's funny. But I, I am pretty sure. Uh, I'll I'll go check, but. Uh, a Fengar, but I am pretty sure that the CG was done in standard instead of widescreen. But you, you, we'll see about that. Well, that, that that actually makes sense, though. I mean, when when you think about it, uh, videotapes weren't shooting widescreen; they were shooting standard. Yeah, film film was done in widescreen. It's why Buffy will never be uh, there will never be a Blu-ray Buffy the Vampire Slayer because Joss said he filmed them all in standard. 
Like, right. There, there's no, there is no widescreen masters. Not yeah. Yet. Although he was, as later seasons went on, he did start shooting. Like Angel was mostly in widescreen. Yes. And he, he kind of fought for that. If I remember how it was uh, told to me. I, I, he saw I, the future, I, man. He saw the future. Features now, and we want widescreen. Why am I sitting on the Path website? I don't know. You trying to get on Path? Is that what? No, not at all. I have no interest on, in it whatsoever. On the right path. <laughs> Two roads diverge in the woods. I took the path that nobody else takes because no one's there. Yeah. I butchered that poem, by the way. That's not the actual poem. It's just so Fengard doesn't get up and say, "Excuse me, sir." Um, no, I butchered that poem. <laughs> it's okay. We'll let you slide. I'm all right with that. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know about you guys though. Do you really think Facebook is going to sell at that stock price that they're, they're saying? I mean, cause wow. And, and the other interesting thing too is when is the last time it was even news that a dot com was having an IPO? I thought it was 1999 again. Yeah, man. It was, it was in the bubble. Right. Yeah. I, I honestly think that the idea is selling way more than the actual, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Facebook will sell for, you know, billions of dollars like it would, but I think the idea of it is people getting more hyped about it than anything else. Well, I mean, it, think about it though. If, if you were going to sell quote unquote a dot com that was the most visited dot com in the world, you'd be able to get something out of it. Yeah. And, and Facebook is, it's one of the, you know, two titans right now. It really, it's uh, Facebook and Twitter. You can't watch network TV now. Without no. seeing a hashtag thrown up. So, you know, they're no dummies. They, they, obviously the two big names in the game and, you know, the ones that people have to try and defeat are Twitter and, and Facebook. So. And, and even when you look in print publications now too, every single QR code you, you go, you, you click or, you know, you take a picture of goes straight to a Twitter or a Facebook account. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. I, I personally, I'd keep my eye more on Twitter than anything else because I think it's the easier, more mobile platform to use, and it's yes. all about the mobility now. Hey, well, by the way, Trent, oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say, uh, an article came out this week saying that more kids are switching over to Twitter now because uh, all their parents are on Facebook. Exactly, it's true. And so you know, everyone's kind of, kind of moving towards Twitter because you know, apparently the old folks don't know how to use that Twitter thing anymore. But uh, Facebook seems to be the you know where the mom and pops like to stay. Actually, yeah. my mom and pops both like to stay on Facebook. Yeah, you know, the interesting thing too is that was kind of like the death toll for MySpace. Right. You know, once the adults started adopting it in wider use, the kids migrated to something else. Well, that's pretty much the the given on anything that's cool for kids. The second your parents start to get into the act. It stops being cool. Yeah. So teens nowadays, they're probably, they just switch to Twitter and Tumblr. <laughs> right. That's their thing. Now, what I was going to say, I completely forgot. So somebody come up with something else really darn quick. Well, I just wanted to quickly say uh, a big thank you to everyone that um, went out and uh, participated in Life from Behind uh, on Thursday, this past Thursday. Uh, I, was, uh, I so wanted to go to that. Gosh, I could, it was, obviously. it was a lot of fun. So you were in the, how did it, uh, so, how did it work? Like, uh, so Kevin was on the screen, obviously, and uh, were there mics set up between the aisles, or like, c- could he see you guys? How, how did, or did he? Just okay, read? so so essentially, what he did was, um, the the first half of the of the program was just a full on Jane Silent Bob Good Old. Hold right? on, let me like, translate like for everybody else. Show. Trent, hold on, let me translate for everybody else. He's when what Trent's talking about is the program. Go ahead. 
<laughs> yes, yes, the program. Um, uh, and, and so they just came in and they did a regular show and they ended it, you know, for editing purposes so that they could, you know, just release a regular podcast like they do. And then after that, they, they alternated. So they would take a, a tweet with a hashtag live from behind question. And then they would have someone who is in the audience with them ask a, a live question and they just go back and forth, um, for the Q and A. And man, it was, it was just really cool. The thing that got me most excited about it was to hear Kevin talk about, uh, hit somebody. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, oh so man. It's it just, just, just the, the excitement that he has for it. And, and, you know, talking to it with the, with the Canadian crowd, you know, I mean, this is his homage to an entire country that's really affected his life in a, you know, really positive way. Um, man, it just, it just, that part got me really, really excited for the film. You know, I know exactly what you mean because when you, uh, if you've been to any of the Q and A's or you've seen any of the Q and A's where he, he gets into the story about, uh, Wayne Gretzky and Gretzky's dad and, and everything, you know, kind of the evolution of how he got to the, where the puck is going, you know, yes. becoming right. his mantra. Yes, yes. That story, that really affected me when I heard it. And it wasn't because, you know, it was him saying it, but it was the way he delivered it and the message that it had. So, Absolutely. so I could see how hearing him talk about hit some, hit somebody would be very powerful. When I heard Kevin tell the Walter Gretzky story, I cried. Yeah. I was in tears hearing about, you know, how, you know, how, what happened to Wayne and, you know, how his dad forgot all these, his memories and all these. Oh my God. If you, I believe, was it, uh, it was, I think it was Too Fat for 40 where he told the story. If you haven't heard the Walter Gretzky story told via Kevin, go watch that because. Yeah. It is one of the sweetest stories ever told by somebody not related to that actual person. And it, it's, it, it, it got me so teary eyed. I swear I was crying watching that. I was like, this is beautiful. I love people and life and the world and I want to play hockey, but I know I'm terrible at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that doesn't mean you can't enjoy it. That's true. I, I, that's why, I, that's why I'll go, you know, I'll get out on Xbox, you know, I can enjoy it there just fine. Right. Speaking of which, I haven't touched my Xbox in weeks. Oh, I just it's... I just beat Arkham City today. Finally, oh, congratulations! That's hey. well done. I, well I'm done, not sir. I'm not buying Arkham City. I'm just I I'm gonna wait for it. I'm 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 hoping I get it for my birthday. Oh, nice. okay. Because that way I because I I did ha- I had like the last copy in my hand that they had at Costco, and I'm like, well, it's cheap. I'm gonna no, just wait because man, oh man, did I spend some time playing that game. Of Ooh. Arkham Asylum, yeah, yeah. Uh, Arkham City ups the stakes a thousandfold, and one of the best—I'm com- not going to say comic book stories, but one of the best a uh, video game stories I've seen in a long time. Just, I'm like, wow, this could have easily been a movie I watched, and I would have enjoyed it just as much. Oh, wow, that's cool to hear. Speaking of comic books, by the way, you know, this time next week. The Walking Dead will be back, and yes. we'll and finally get our first look at comic book men. Comic book yes. men, yes. Looking forward to both, actually. Oh, well, I and think it's, it's. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, uh, if if you're listening to I Sell Comics at all, it's got me really excited to to watch the program as well. The what? The the program. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I actually I haven't seen many of the te- teasers, but what I've seen have been interesting. The part that kills me the most. About all of this, the publicity leading up to it and everything. Cause there's, you know, and there's going to be publicity this week. Uh, but the thing that I love, and it, it's one of those things that I'm just sure nobody would have imagined it, but there was a, a full 
article interview in the New York Mother Trucking Times with Walt Flanagan. <laughs> I, re- I read the New York, uh, I read the, uh, the article and, and it, uh, it's just amazing to think about because, I mean, just especially if you listen to all the commentaries and everything, you're like, if there's any one person, first of all, that you know would not be excited or enjoy the fact that he is on a reality TV show, it would be Walt Flanagan. Exactly. <laughs> this guy, you know, shies away from the limelight more than Gollum does, you know, daylight. He he just, you know, he's like, ah, no, don't want it, you know. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> the fact that Walt's just front and center on it is just, you know, adorable. Yeah, and I think that's good. I think that awkwardness is going to help play out. I think it's going to be very important, integral to the show. But I'm I'm interested to see it. I want to see how it plays out, and I want to see how it comes together. I uh, yeah, it, yeah absolutely. Because uh, you know, it was funny because uh, in that article, uh, Kevin was talking about what's what he enjoys. Uh, what he the, the aspect that he enjoys is the fact that um, it's not just it's not just a show where people can come in and say, "Hey, look, I got this comic." It's also was like, hey, I like, I got this comic and I really like it. And the guy behind the counter is like, hey, man, I like that comic too. Let's talk about it, right? Right. And, and that, that that's the difference between other shows like that you would get. You know, I mean, uh, some people I've heard comment, you know, make the correlation to something like Pawn Stars, where it's like, here, I got this ancient antique thing. And it's like, well, let me go appraise it and talk about something I have no idea about. But we cut segments into it, so now I know everything about right. it. You know, um, that's the difference is that people actually enjoy these things, uh, these collectibles. You know, I mean, the reason they hang on to them for so long is because they're fans of it, you know, and, and they have, they have love into it. And the guys behind the counter have just as much as love into the, those things as well. And that's what's, uh, that's what I think is going to make it stand out different. And America, I think that's also what makes a good comic book shop as well yes. is when, is when guys behind the counter actually invest themselves in the conversation in their customers. And they're not just, you know, cause we've all done it. We've all walked into a shop. They had super cold reception because they're just behind the counter reading comics and then, you know, check out and you're out the door. Which, by the way, if you're in the San Francisco Bay Area and you're anywhere near Walnut Creek, that's one of the reasons I would highly recommend Flying Colors and other cool stuff on Treat Boulevard. Because they get it. Yeah, they're an excellent comic book shop. They always have time to talk to the customer. They'll actually find out what you're interested in before they make a recommendation. They're just a great shop that I can't go to anymore. Uh, I have to – here in San Francisco, Isotope Comics – it's a great guy, uh, and I'm completely blanking on his name, but, uh, I still comics. The guy, the place is set up as a lounge. So there are actually couches. You can sit there and read the comics before you buy them, you know, which is oh, nice. See, he also has a awesome. stage set up, like, uh, he'll have acts come by. And, uh, if you look up on the walls, you see a bunch of artists, uh, who have drawn on toilet seat heads. Uh, he's just got a bunch of toilet tops. All streamed across by different artists, uh, you know, from the Bay Area, <laughs> everywhere. It's really an awesome place. But uh, the uh, the first time I went there, uh, I went there on my own, and I was like, "Wow, I love this place. I'm going to come back." And then I went there with my little cousin, and I was like, "He was like, he wasn't really into comics at the time, and he was like, I, I would like to get a comic book." And I go to the guy, and I was like, "Well, you know, he's eight. Uh, what would you recommend for a comic book?" And he's like. Let me get you Madman. And he goes in the back and he brings out Madman and he's like, this guy, zombie, you know, head guy came back to life and totally funny and everything. And the kid fell in love with Madman. He's been in love oh, with cool. him since. You know, and just that interaction that you have with the comic book store owner versus, you know, anywhere else. 
I, I, just, I think it's amazing. So well, I still just go check it out. One of the reasons why I'm looking forward to Comic Book Men as well is because I want to see how Brian uh, Johnson is worked into the show because he's he's not he doesn't <laughs> he actually, doesn't actually work there. Yeah, he doesn't actually right. work there. It's kind of like he hangs out there. I guess is the whole approach and. And, you know, when I first met Brian Johnson, he did not look like, uh, Alan Moore's cousin like he does now. <laughs> you know, with the, with the long beard and, and, cause really, seriously, he looks like the sane version of Alan Moore. <laughs> yeah, he's got that whole Gandalf thing going for him. Yeah, go I ahead, go ahead and Google Alan Moore, folks. When, you know, look at, That's see what funny I'm saying. shit, he's man. Like, Alan Moore? Who's that? Let me see. Yeah. Oh. He's uh, an iconic comic book writer. The guy who was one, one half of the people and he was the writer of, a uh, Watchmen. I mean, Watchmen just, and yeah, he's an iconic, iconic writer, but crazy as batshit. And you know, it, seriously, it, Walt or uh, Brian Johnson looks like his same cousin. He does. He totally he does. does. That's it's a scary. great. That's a great comparison. Well, anyway, guys, I'm looking at the clock, and it's time that we say goodbye. All right. All right. Yeah. So I want to thank everybody for calling in and participating. Really appreciate it. It's been an interesting show, to say the least. Uh, next week on the show, got something really special planned, and hopefully I'll be able to make up what that's going to be in the next five or six days. <laughs> Sweet. So until next time, uh, my name is Will. Wait, my hold on a Trent. second. I got to make sure my mouse is in the right place. All right, take your time. <laughs> take your time. Take that mouse. Okay, I'm sorry. Here we go. Working on Google tablets. Yeah, no, no. I just I've got <laughs> so many screens, and the mouse was in the wrong spot. Oh, it sounds wrong. Anyway. Until next week, folks, my name is Will. And my name is Trent. My name is Mariko. And you've been listening to another edition of NetHeads on the Smodcast Internet Radio. It's Smodcast.com. NetHeads. NetHeads. File transfer. NetHeads with Will Wilkins. This has been a production of Smodcast Internet Radio.